Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Could we see the return of CM Punk at WWE Survivor Series War Games this weekend in Chicago, baby? No, probably not. Not happening? Probably not. We're going to see Randy Orton. The Viper. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they hold on to CM Punk until Royal Rumble. Rumble. And then on the road to WrestleMania. Which is in Philadelphia. This year. Are you going to rub it in our face again that you're going to WrestleMania? Uh, maybe. Russell, like, maybe. I mean, the, Lenny the Legend and I are already planning a, a, a big time boys weekend, man. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I smile oh, in here yeah. thinking about it. Oh, yeah. See, if you were nicer to me, maybe <laughs> maybe there would be an invite. Maybe you'd be invited. You know, I mean, maybe there would be an invite. Who knows? I'm sorry. Uh, can I, no, no, go ahead. Let, let's get go into ahead. real stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm texting a very sensual. Person at the moment, and a very sensual person. Let, I, I, I don't feel comfortable hijack. with you talking about me like that, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. All of our text, Matt. First of all, if our if me and Matt's text thread was released out to the public, oh god, I can't imagine what you two clowns I mean, say we, about me. Oh my god, you'd hate us. I mean, we we literally uh, see, talk about you see, like a dog. And see, I'm, or no, a I'm nothing but nice to you guys. I mean, you're nothing. All right, I bring you in lunch. I bring you in coffee. I, I mean, I bring in all sorts of things. By the way. Hell of a spread the other day, buddy. Appreciate your birthday. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice of me. I was born last week. It was nice of me. About 26 years ago. Yeah. I don't know if you know. Yeah, no, no, no I found out. It was not very nice of me. Very nice of me. Um, all right, so, here, so here's the deal. We asked earlier what is a must-have for Thanksgiving. The best thing on the Thanksgiving table is what, in your eyes? The mac and cheese. Okay, so that's what you're sticking with. That's a must-have for any Thanksgiving day, Mm -hmm. and it's the thing that you're going to focus in on on mac and cheese. But yet you had the audacity, not the odyssey, to say instant (laughs) mac and cheese. I'm sorry. I keep delaying the gratification on your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm not touching that one. Uh, You said instant mac and cheese. You mean like where you go and open up the little box and you pour the powdered cheese onto the elbow macaroni? Is that what you're talking about? We're not talking about macaroni? Guy, 
Wake up. We're doing the radio oh, you're talking show. About, okay. When you're, you're when you're I when you're Mac. saying macaroni yes. and cheese on yes. the Thanksgiving table, earlier you said instant macaroni and cheese. Is that what we're talking about? Or is that just dinner on a Wednesday night at ten thirty at night? What are we talking about? Like if you say at a Thanksgiving dinner, wherever it might be, if somebody served up instant macaroni and cheese, your I, reaction would be what? I, I wouldn't accept it. Why? I would I would ask to see Ashton Kutcher. Am I being punked? Why? If you like instant mac and cheese. I like instant mac when it needed to be instant. Okay, so there is a difference. Well, yeah, it's who a just goes pre- around eating crap? Well, I don't know. I mean, well, you just said you love instant mac and cheese. Love is a strong word. Okay. Love so is it's, a strong so word. So it's got to be cooked with some um, some no. creativity, some, it's some love. It's got to be baked. Okay. Multiple well, cheeses, pepper jack, uh, da, 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 Sorgento. Uh, is that even a cheese type or is that a brand? That's a brand. A brand. Cheddar. He thought Sargento was a type of cheese. Throw that cabot in there, you know? Yeah, put a <laughs> little baby <laughs> bell, some baby bell to some, round out some the Velveeta. creaminess. <laughs> this is. He thought Sargento was a type of cheese that you use. Isn't this a sports show? I mean, it is a brand. Isn't this a sports show? Yes. Are we the junkies 2.0? You want to talk about Jim Irsay? Yeah, I mean, it's only worked, you know, for 30 years for the junkies. No, I wasn't saying. Oh, here we go. I know you're. I mean, the football team is lousy. The hockey team's played one game in eight days. The basketball team is lousy. Stop talking about the basketball team like that. Uh, I mean, you you love the basketball team. How are you liking that Jordan Poole deal now? You just dropped 30 the other night, so. I mean, congratulations. Thank you. On behalf of Jordan. What did he do up until that point? You're worried about the past so much. You know, live in the future. That's a real good point, though. And how'd they do? what What was the final? You were there. Why don't you tell us? No, he wasn't, wasn't there, there. At, at the Monday game against the Bucks. So you were there at the. No, I was at the uh, Charlotte game. That was the First night after the their the their playoff. last win, which was in Charlotte, right? That was their last win because they beat they like beat Brooklyn, Memphis without like John Morant. Nets fan or something? No, they That's beat me. Memphis without John Morant on opening night at home, and their only other win was in Charlotte. Uh, I think on November 7th, November 8th, whatever date that was, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was three weeks ago tonight, we in a, Charlotte, and then they came back element. and lost. I've never rolled my eyes so hard. I Why are you roll rolling my your eyes? Because it's like, there's just, I don't know, you, you're mean to the Wizards, I don't like it. How am I mean to the Wizards? I'm pointing out facts, they're 2-11, you're, what do you want me to do? You're doing it in such a way to where you're clearly like dunking on them. You're saying they they smell funky. I mean, they do. Wow. They stink. They're not good. Everybody knew they weren't going to be good. I didn't think they were going to be this bad. Hold on, didn't, didn't we have an hour long? I mean, they get out. They get out rebounded. To you? I mean, they got out rebounded by eighty year old women. Never mind twenty uh, five year old dudes. I mean. They can't play defense. A lick of, I mean, the other night, I'm watching at the end of the third quarter, Corey Kispert's knocking down threes. Uh, Denny Avdia knocking down a three. Um, I think um, uh, uh, Bilal Koulibaly had a three. Bilal. All in the stretch, down the stretch of the third quarter, right? You're thinking, I mean, it's it's a five, six-point game. 
And every possession for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, again, it is the Milwaukee Bucks, and it is Giannis. It's throw the ball down into the very low block to either Giannis or Bobby Portis Jr., and literally all they had to do was do one little jab step move, slam dunk, or an easy layup, or an easy little rim shot. That's it. I mean, there was no resistance whatsoever. What do you want me to say? Let's be nicer. Listen to the radio party tonight to see what the Wizards can do down in Charlotte. How about that? How about it? All right. Uh, let's get to a couple of calls here. Uh, let's go to Lappin, D.C. What up, Lappy? How are you? Yeah, hold up. Hey, what's up, Rooster? What's up, Linnell? What's shaking up? Hey, happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Yeah. What's ge- hey, uh, happy Thanksgiving, um, pal? I think, yeah, I don't think Linnell's wrong about Terry. I mean, I think he needs to definitely do more. I think Sam definitely needs to get him involved more. He definitely needs to do more. Um, he's just kind of different compared to any of the other number ones or any other team. But let, let me ask you this, Lab. Uh, how do you do? How do you do that? Because it's not because they're not throwing the football. It's not because they're not. Um, you know, they they can't be dumb to think, oh, let's pay Terry McLaurin nineteen million dollars a year and let's not feature him, right? I mean, clearly there's something yeah. going on that's creating some of this. I don't want to say mess. It's not it's a mess, a but it's a situation. Are you saying is is there a solution? Because then I, I don't know what this solution would be. I mean, you would, maybe you would have to talk to Eric Benavy to get him some plays specifically for his route. Uh, Sam has to be more conscious out there and scan the field a little bit better to get some targets. And then Terry on his end uh, has to make some plays. But, see, when I asked the question, like, no one really had the answer because it's, it's, it's quick to, oh, let's fire the coach. Oh, we're sorry. But if we're only getting rid of Chase and Montez, then we obviously think that it's talent enough on this team to still compete and we're still moving forward with the people that we paid on this salary. Because me, I I would get rid of Terry. I'll keep Demi and Doxon and go young, man, and Payne and Alec and go too if it's feasible, if it's possible. I know their contracts are big, but let's go young and get a new coach and, and start afresh. Well, the I mean, problem is, is Terry's still considered young. I mean, it's not like Terry's 33, you know? It's not like Terry's breaking well, down. That's the problem. Well, if that's the case, then we obviously feel that we can win with the talent. So management and whatever the new coaching staff that comes in here or whoever has to decide that. But if we're if we're not going to have that mindset to use the talent that we do have, then we need to blow it up and go young. That's what I'm just saying. Because right. Sam Howell was young. We don't know if he's the future, but at least he's young enough to, to move forward with for the next couple of years until we find out if this is what we want to do. I mean, I don't even know if you have to say the next couple of years. I think you can just say uh, he's probably he's probably good enough to move forward with for next year without having to sacrifice a whole bunch of assets. But if they're in place, wherever they wind up in the draft, in the first round, if they're in place to get one of the top quarterbacks, I think they're going to take it because obviously it'll be a different coaching staff, a different regime, and a different direction. Appreciate it, Lab. Um Again, I'm not a big move up in the draft and pay all sorts of assets like what the Bears did for Justin Fields. You know what uh, the what the um, 
Uh, the, what the Bears uh, ultimately did, you know, many years ago for Mitch Trubisky moving from three to two. Uh, I'm just not a big fan of that. Never have been, never will be because, you know, they say, well, you have to have the conviction that you're right. You know, your guy, you're getting your guy. Well, what if your guy doesn't work out? What if you're wrong about your guy? Not only are you getting fired, but the franchise is saddled with the mistake, with the nightmare that is a Mitch Trubisky move up or Justin Fields move up so far. And there's plenty of other examples uh, as well. What are you looking at over there, pal? What are you upset about? I see you shaking your head. I see you mad. My mobile banking app is giving me all types of hell. That's all. I got a notification. You want us to to figure it out on the air? I I, I Googled Navy Federal and now. Google? Well, I Twittered it. You Twittered (laughs) it? I X'd it. And everyone's complaining about the uh, about the mobile app right now. Hmm. Maybe it's just not working it's, right. It's not. That's I mean, what everyone's saying. You know, you just need to take a break. Yeah. I mean, you know, let it let let it rest. I gotta pay a bill. Well, that <clears throat> you know, that's a little bit of a problem for you. Uh, let's get to our pal Telly. Uh, next up, Chris Hustle. What's up, Telly? What's up, Telly? What the hell was that? Chris I don't know. Hustle. Telly, what was going on there, brother? Oh, man. Oh, I, I had to close my uh, sunroof. My oh, 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 that no. was the sunroof. Oh, oh. We thought you were dropping a bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I always drop bombs all day. <laughs> just, not, just, just not man. on the radio. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> man, cool, man. Um, so, y'all, y'all was talking about blue chip players and all that, right? And he said, who was who on the squad? Well, the last time, you know, if my memory serves me well, how did McCorn get that get that purse? How, how, how did he get that bag? He was producing, right? He was doing his thug dizzle. Everything was in motion. When you talk about leadership on his offensive side, well, you can't blame leadership when – this same coaching staff got rid of leadership. You had leadership with Sheriff. You had leadership with Trent. You had leadership <clears throat> with AP. If they they boosted up the locker room, but you got rid of them. Why? Because it was a force and it was a threat to whatever they, whatever, whatever the, these coaching staff staff had in mind. They was a threat to that. So now you left with this. And then, and then you look at our at our defense. Okay, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting back and listening, man. The people were talking about, okay, yeah, you get rid of Chase, da 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 da. Well, they they uh, this team was playing fine without Chase and Montez at one point. Boo 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 boo. Where we at now? So every decision that's made falls right back on this coaching staff, man. Well, they had nine. I mean, I mean, in fairness, they did have nine sacks the other day. Oh, get out of here! I could have had a sack against Tommy DeVito. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And as far as Brandon Sheriff goes, listen. I I mean, listen. I know Brandon Sheriff is better than what they've had. I'm not suggesting that he's not. But at the price that Brandon Sheriff continued to want to get paid when he's missing six games a year, no thanks. Trent Williams was coming off. Trent Williams was coming off the year of not playing. I don't care about no price. We've been we we've been going through years. We've been over over the cap limit and still bringing in players. 
You got you got teams right now. Be more. All kinds of stars. San Fran, got all kinds of stars. They ain't worried about no price. You know that, you know how they have right You know they have a lot of stars. They draft a lot of them and they develop a lot. That's of them. key. Okay. And then, and then they and then they trade and supplement. You know, then they trade and supplement. Who's responsible for that? Well, I mean, responsible for that? I mean, it's a great front office. I mean, obviously Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, Adam Peters. They've you know, uh, I I forgot the guy, Parag Mafi or whatever his name is. I mean, you know, they're they're really good. So I appreciate the phone call. (sighs) They're really good. I mean, they, they don't get every move right. Hence the Trey Lance. I mean, think about that. The 49ers are so good that they can do what they've done, by and large, for the last five years and have totally screwed up the Trey Lance situation, and they can still do what they do. Think about that. If the commanders had screwed up the Trey Lance situation, think about how bad things would actually be. Right now, they're just not good. They're not bad. They're bad, but they're not horrific. They would be awful if this team had screwed up the Trey Lance situation. Instead, a real professional organization like the 49ers do that, and they hardly even notice the blip on the radar screen. 301-230-0980, Nell Super Six Pack coming up. My six pack of picks against the spread. Plus, we got to touch on Jim Ursay. Uh, and hopefully some quarterback benching odds uh, as well before 4 o'clock right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, the Commanders are 2-8 and eight on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. 30 games under 5 uh, – I'm sorry, 25 games under 500. I'll say, dang. On the road, 30 games under 500 all time against the Cowboys. 
Uh, we did the whole rivalry thing yesterday. You opened up the show, giving me credit, saying that um, you know it, it's it's a mark. It, see, here's the thing. Honestly, that kind of talk radio and that kind of thinking is so above our audience. And gen- like they don't understand that the commanders beg the NFL, and the NFL stupidly grants it. Since 2012, they played in Dallas in 12, 16. 18, 20, and now 23. So this is going to be the fifth time in 11 years that they are playing in Dallas on Thanksgiving Day. Think about that. And and they played played a Thanksgiving game in between 16 and 18 at home at FedEx Field, which is apparently not as bad as MetLife Stadium. They played two, I guess. Well, they, no, they played just one home Thanksgiving game. That Giants game and the Packers? The, the Packers was not on a Thanksgiving. Was that, I don't know. Was that Sunday night of Thanksgiving It was the weekend? Sun Exactly. Okay. It was the Sunday night of Thanksgiving week, so they played until about 11.30, 11.40 or so on Sunday night and then had to play Thursday afternoon in Dallas again. That's what it was. But the Giants game was... The Giants game was at home Thursday, Thanksgiving night. It was a slop fest. And it was a defensive affair, to say the least. And they did win that game. But they played three Thanksgivings in a row. Three Thanksgivings in a row. And the commander's executives, and I know this because I was told this, again, it is so important for them to play on Thanksgiving and especially that 4.30 window against Dallas, because win or lose, they look at it as the bulk of the audience is going to watch them play an inspired brand of football, watch them play a competitive game, even if they lose, see how cool their uniforms are, how cool their tradition is, how cool it is to take a band. Ain't that cool. And buy gear and raise their kids in Europe and Germany and France and wherever in Lawrence, Kansas, where there's no NFL team in Missoula, Montana, where there's no NFL team. Everybody watches that game. Yeah. There's a reported nearly 40 million U S person television viewership number on for the four thirty Dallas game. On Thanksgiving, because of the Cowboys, because of the time, because of whatever. That's America's thing. Nearly 40 million. If you think about it, right, last night or Monday night in Arrowhead, great game, right? Uh, sloppy, but great game. No, good game. Drew about, they said, reportedly, about 28 million. Highest Monday night viewership in 27 years, whatever. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Highest Monday night viewership in 27 years. They said the final number was like 28.92 million. Now, first of all, I have no idea how they determine that because I'm 50 years old. I've been watching sports my whole life. I've never had a ratings box. I've never had an Arbitron or a Nielsen rating or or monitor or anything like that. Uh, And nobody that I've ever asked has, nobody that I ever know has. I have no idea other than they take the smallest of smallest samplings and they extrapolate it times whatever, and they say, well, it's the same across the board, right? It's this random statistical sampling BS theory uh, that they have. So that's how they get that number. Um, but the commanders playing on the in this window now, 
win or lose, it is so important to them. And it's probably, and again, they would dispute this, it's probably the most important thing they do all year from a football standpoint is get their asses in that window because of the brand exposure and because of the way they hope it leads to people falling in love with the Commanders or the Washington NFL franchise. Titanic yesterday during his media availability, of course, gave a horrible answer because that's what he's prone to doing. I, I, they asked, one of the reporter asked, is it any different, you know, in terms of preparation gearing up for this mm-hmm. uh, because it's Thanksgiving? And he was like, yeah, it is different. It's a rivalry. I want the young guys to understand how big of an important, like, shut up. Like, you haven't been competitive in this rivalry. The young guys probably do understand it. Well, he would say you're wrong because they won last last time they played. Anyways. I mean, it's the but – but how I would point out is, yes, they won the last time they played. Master of the meaningless. Yeah. Ooh. I mean – They're on fire I, today. I, I mean, they, Master of the meaningless. Well, think about it. They've won the last two Week 18 Game 17 games that meant absolutely nothing. Very true. And actually hurt them to win both of those games. And that, Ron, can galvanize his team and get his boys to play hard for against – a horrible Giants team two years ago that was playing out the string under Joe Judge, and then last year against Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys, who actually were playing for something at the beginning of the day. I mean, they are the master of the meaningless win, three and zero in August. Oh, <laughs> let, you know, let, let's beat up on the AFC North. Let's show everybody how tough we. Master of the meaningless. When a game means something, they they have no answers. No. When a game actually means something. They come up woefully short. It's not like they don't show up, but they come up woefully short. All right, 329, Team uh, 980. You okay, bud? Yeah. You're not feeling good. Struggling a little bit. You're, good, you're, you're struggling to get – Like we, we got to get Eric Bieniemy in here to drag your ass over the finish line, over the goal to. line? What do you think? To, but I got I to gotta whip it into shape to give the people the most highly anticipated power ranking segment of the history of Sports Talk oh, Radio. Wow. Okay. He's going to whip it into shape, people. We'll whip it. Whip it real good. Please. Matt, I already know you know what to do. I mean, that's amazing. You're a content machine. I try. I try. <laughs> I try. 329, Team Uh, Let's do the trending alert. I would start with a baseball trade the day before Thanksgiving. The Mariners and the National League champion Diamondbacks get together on a deal. The D-backs acquiring third baseman Eugenio Suarez uh, to become their new third baseman in a multiplayer, again, uh, deal for the Mariners, who will receive a catching prospect uh, and as well a veteran catcher that nobody's ever heard of. Suarez has hit at least 21 home runs in each of the last seven seasons. We mentioned the Wizards looking for win number three. Their last one, the good news is, came where tonight's game is. In Charlotte against the Hornets a couple of weeks ago. They're 2-11 and 11 against the Hornets, who are 4-9. 7 o'clock tip, 6.45 the coverage. Dave Johnson and friends. Team 980 here and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, the Caps play only their second game in eight nights. Look to keep the good times rolling against the Buffalo Sabres at Capital One Arena, 7 o'clock. Uh, opening drop of the puck. 6.45, the coverage, 106.7, the fan caps radio, and the Odyssey app. And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shout out to uh, my guy Ben Conti, whose Twitter sub handle uh, on uh, X is I didn't print it, which uh, is still a little inside radio from last week uh, when apparently you decided to print off 83 pages of African-American models. When I did that? Yes. See, I didn't even know that it was 83 pages. Yeah. I thought it was Jeff too funny for his hot girl binder. Wow. I mean. Holy smokes. It's kind of crazy. What are you looking at there, buddy? Oh. Some good, uh, some good Thanksgiving leftovers <laughs> <laughs> from last year. <laughs> you you are you, you're a champ, man. You're 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 hobbling to the finish line. I'm trying to, man. Um and you said you're hungry too. I'm you, you want hangry. You want some cottage cheese and fruit you cocktail? Made me vomit. Um <laughs> No, I, I'm waiting for our theme producer to drop that funky drop. Now, Super Six Pack. Three, three, two, one. All right. Time for Nell Super Six Pack, the most highly anticipated power ranking segment in all the sports talk radio. Sure. Thanksgiving edition. So I'll give two teams that should be thankful that they're not eliminated just Yet, they're on the outside looking in in their respective conferences in terms of the playoff picture. The two teams that I think should be thankful that they're not eliminated just yet. One of them is Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Four Ooh. and six. They're not in Nell's Super Six Pack, but they're on the outside looking in. Their best shot to make the playoffs is probably winning that AFC or that NFC South. Uh. Um, obviously... They're in a tough spot right now in terms of that. The Saints at 5-5 five and five are the leaders of that division. My other team in the AFC that's on the outside looking in, but they should be thankful that they haven't been eliminated just yet. Hey, how you doing? My name is Russell. Last name Wilson. The 5-5 five and five Denver Broncos. If I would have told you after Washington's schlacking of Denver in Week 2, I know it wasn't exactly a shellacking. That they'd be 5-5 five and five at this point, you'd say I was taking crazy pills. It's mm. exactly what you'd probably say. Now to get to the real meat of the party. It's what we say all the time. <laughs> now Super 6 back. My top six teams in the NFL from six down to one. Number six, the team that we see tomorrow night, 4.30 Eastern time. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I was going to say, not the Washington Commanders. Not the Mandos. I like the Cowboys coming in at number six. They're playing really good football, and they figured out how to feature CeeDee Lamb offensively. I wish their offensive coordinator could tell our offensive coordinator something about featuring their best receiver. Uh, CeeDee's got about four or five straight games of 100-yard performances. Uh, he's been really good. Dallas starting to find their balance and their stride offensively. Dak getting the ball out of his hands very quickly. 
Number five, the other team that's going to play on Thanksgiving, the Fighting Dan Campbells. They get us started on Thanksgiving. I love you guys. I love you, man. They're playing good ball. Jared Goff and company last week stole one is how I would say. The fact that their offense was anemic through three and a half quarters and they couldn't really get stops. They scored when it matters, and they picked up a big-time victory despite turning the football over mm-hmm. several times. Have you heard that Ben Johnson is a hot candidate to become the next head coach? Of I, I don't Phil know why. His offense was stymied last weekend against Chicago. Have you heard that Ben Johnson is the only candidate? The only candidate. On anyone's no radar screen? No one else screen? is able to, to, to work for the job. Okay. Uh, the Lions come in at number five. Number four. Now, the, that's really some inside radio. So. Other team that's playing on Thanksgiving, uh-huh. the San Francisco oh. 49ers. Oh, nice. They come in at number four, fitting, because they're the four T-Niners. Don't really have much to say about them. Their secondary needs help. Maybe Sam 4-T-A should go out and cover them. <laughs> really? I mean, that probably would be the best idea for him and for his family. <laughs> um, the Niners, they come in at number four. They're getting healthy. They got Trent and Debo back. They beat the hell out of the Jaguars the other mm. week. Um, impressive win the other on Sunday against Tampa as well. I still don't buy them all the way because I think when we get to postseason time and the competition gets a little stiffer, they'll struggle. They still got a couple of really good teams on the schedule. I think Seattle gets them at least once here in the next three weeks, which is who they play Mm -hmm. uh, twice in three weeks. So the Niners coming to number four. Number three, Lamar Action Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens defensively. They've been very good. Um, If they could ever... Uh, get the offense to play consistently for four quarters. I think they're a team that we'll be talking about come February mm. uh, in the Super Bowl, maybe. Mm. Number two, no Super Six Pack. These two teams have been one and two all season long. The Kansas City Chiefs, despite losing to Philadelphia on Monday night, still number two. Did you see what they did defensively? I did. Holding Jalen Hurts and company to under 170 yards passing. It was very impressive. I did. Trent McDuffie, PFF's number one graded corner, still playing as such. Their pass rush elite. He got exposed once or twice in that game, though. Exposed. You call it what you want. I like the way Steve Spagnola's DBs play the run. There's mm-hmm. an attitude that they have. There is. Uh, in that secondary. They come in at number well, two. Well, DeAndre Swift certainly had some opportunities in that game. Well, Don Bosco's finest in the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They come in at number one in my Super Six pack. I don't know if you guys are noticing. Everyone makes the narrative, oh, the Eagles aren't winning in dominating fashion. Are they really that good? They have played the most difficult schedule in the National Football League in this next five-game mm. stretch that they have. Home for Buffalo Sunday. Home for the Niners at Dallas at Seattle. Not easy. They're going to be the Super Bowl champions because they've been tested so much during the regular season. I think it's very obvious they'll win the bowl. And that's an L Super 6 back. My mm. top six teams in the National Football League. I like it. I like it. Good uh, group of six there. I, I'm going to go into my picks, and then we're going to get Pauly, and then we'll have Dumb Dumb of the Day, and that's how we'll uh, wrap it up. And I'm going to fold something into Dumb Dumb of the Day that we wanted to talk about this hour but never really got a chance. So here's my six-pack of NFL selections against the spread, including the Commanders and the Cowboys, which uh-huh. will save for a little bit later on. Game number one tomorrow afternoon, 1234 Field in Detroit. It'll be rocking. It'll be raucous. It'll be loud. The Fighting Dan Campbells. Minus seven and a half over Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. I like the Packers. I do. I don't love Jordan Love against Aiden Hutchinson. And that defense with the run game of the Lions and the crowd and the noise. Oh, baby. And Aaron Jones is banged up. Give me the Detroit Lions minus the seven and a half against 
the Detroit against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, that is the Detroit Lions uh, is the pick. Meanwhile, in the nightcap, Lumen Field in Seattle. Now, the commanders proved that you can go in there and move the football against that defense. So I fully expect the 49ers, Brock Purdy off the par- perfect pass, Red and Chris McCaffrey, everybody back healthy, Debo, George Kittle, to have a night where they can move the football. But I just smell, for whatever reason, this game being closer than certainly the spread is set at, which is seven and a half. And I'm going to buy into a San Francisco win and a Seattle backdoor cover plus seven and a half for Drab's Seattle Seahawks. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the fighting Bobby Slowicks, the Houston Texans. Houston. The Jacksonville Jaguars got back on the gravy train last week. Impressive. Now they go to Houston, take on a mostly high-powered Houston and Texans offensive attack, although they did have three turnovers last week. I think C.J. Stroud plays a little bit better, a little bit cleaner. Houston, the home dog, plus one. Gimme. Gimme the Texans, plus the one against the up-and-down Jaguars. Meanwhile, The New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons go at it. This game is a pick'em. Back to Desmond Ritter we go. You know who I can't pick'em? Desmond Ritter and the Atlanta Falcons. Give me the Saints, the fighting Matt Parises, on the road in Atlanta. I'll take the Saints in a pick'em. The Los Angeles Rams, Shawnee McVay. And the Arizona Cardinals, the Cardinals, favored by one. I'll take the Cardinals minus the one because, A, I don't trust the Rams. Even though they have had a competitive spirit about them, I don't trust them enough to make me go, hmm, they're going to go on the road and beat Kyler Murray now that he's got a little bit of oil running through the engine. And that Arizona Ball club, again, in State Farm Stadium in Arizona. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals plus the one. I'm sorry, Cardinals minus the one. I'm going to go with the Saints in a pick over the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans plus the one at home against Jacksonville. I'm going to go Seattle plus the seven and a half at home against San Francisco tomorrow night. I'm going to go with the Lions. I love you, man. Minus seven and a half over the Green Bay Packers. And that leaves us with one pick. The Washington Commanders. Now 12-point dogs. According to betonline.ag, 12-point dogs on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Normally, I do not love big spreads like this, and I cannot lie. However, (laughs) in this game, there's no chance I can trust the Washington Commandalorians. Give me, give me, give me the Cowboys minus the 12. What? That's my picks. Yeah. You're a lunatic. Why? You think they're going to win just not by 12? I'll tell you on the other side of this break. Oh, okay. Well, first we got to get to Pauly, and then we got to take the break. No, nah, we don't have to get to Pauly. You don't want to get to Pauly? No, I'm joking. <clears throat> I don't feel well. Paul, Pauly Nell says he doesn't want to talk to you. Hey, man, stop being a snitch. I can hear him. 
That's how it just, always comes back in your face. I just, I just want to make sure you know. I want to make sure you clean the wax out of your ears. If you know, you know. Huh? You know what I mean? You know what? I, I called up. I was just calling up there to tell, tell the fellas have a happy Thanksgiving and all this. And That's why you're going to try to start some stuff, man. You know what I mean? I wasn't even going to bring no. To be I wasn't even coming to bring no smoke today. But what I hear, you know, you're already. Come on, man. Can you just handle that for the day, man? Pause. Have a happy Thanksgiving, man. You know what I mean? Hope your cognac is flowing. I hope your vodka is flowing. I hope your brandy's flowing. Whatever your drinking choice is, I hope you're flowing. You know what I mean? Don't drink and drive. Happy you know Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving to, to all out there. Man. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Thanks, Paulie. Thanks, Paulie. Thanks, Paulie. Happy Thanksgiving yeah, to man. you. I didn't kind of bring no smoke today, man. Here you go. Right. Here you go. Good. Good, for you. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, I'm, I'm Chris, who, what a, what a, I mean, what a, what a nice guy you are. What a Looney Tune answer, Chris the Russell. Who, the guy who pours my drinks. To the w. There you go. There you go. That is very nice of you, Paulie. Well done. He didn't. He, he, I mean, w. he didn't. He was. He was searching for that last jab at me, but he couldn't come up with one. He was searching for it. But yes, happy Thanksgiving from all of us, including Dan Snyder. So technically, like, am I wishing happy Thanksgiving on behalf of the fan and 980? Because you know I'm like a switch hitter. Uh, I mean, devil's listen, in the details, baby. Yeah, I, I mean, no, you're you're just wishing Thanksgiving. You're wishing Happy Thanksgiving on behalf of yourself. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Okay, there you go, there you go. That's it. Christmas. I mean, some instant mac and cheese and you. That's all. That's all people need. Maybe. All right, we'll come back with dumb uh, dumb of the day, which is going to take a moment or two to unpack. Uh, but we will uh, get to it and finish up the week for us before Craig Hoffman, about 15 minutes away right here on the team, 980 and the Odyssey app. A turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey, turkey, D, turkey, turkey, dap. I eat the turkey and I take a nap. Oh, I'm going to take a nap, baby. I'm going to be on a trip to Fancoma, and so are you. Don't waste your time living with every snap of the commanders. Nope. They have not earned your eyeballs. You know what's earned is a nap. That's what's earned, not the Washington Commanders. We welcome you back. As Linnell angrily told me, it's not the end of the week for him. He's got to come in all day tomorrow and watch the game and then do postgame from 730-ish until 820, and then he's got to be back at 6 a.m. Are you planning on sleeping here? Thursday night into Friday morning? Because you got to work with the DOC on Friday morning for the junks. Yeah. I may do some shopping tomorrow night. And then come back? And then come back here. Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of broke, though. So I'm probably Yeah. Gonna... Where do you sleep around here if you're going to take a nap? Where don't I sleep around here? I sleep, uh, sleep on Drab T-Shirt's desk. 
Whoa. He has that uh, auxiliary studio back there that has the blanket and everything. Oh. Yeah, I've had that blanket for years. Nice. I'm sure it smells wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. It is time. It is time. It's Vader time for the way we end the show each and every day. God willing. It's time for Dum Dum of the Day. Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay may have helped grease the skids to get rid of Dan Snyder, and for that we are forever thankful. However, he's done a recent interview with HBO's uh, Andrea Kramer. And one of the headlines coming out today is that Irsay cites... His 2014 arrest because he was a rich, white billionaire. What? That's right. So an NFL owner said he was arrested in Carmel, Indiana of one misdemeanor count. One misdemeanor count of operating a vehicle while intoxicated. And he claims and he admits that he had just had hip surgery And they found, after toxicology reports, uh, that he not only failed sobriety tests, reciting the alphabet and uh, other field sobriety tests, but they they, they found various prescription drugs in his vehicle, $29,000 in cash, and a toxicology report showed that Ursay had the painkillers oxycodone and hydrocodone, as well as aprazolam, which is used to treat anxiety in his system at the time of the arrest. And he said the reason why he was arrested was simply because he's a rich, white billionaire. Why did he plead guilty? He said, quote, just to get it over with. If I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. So, Jim Ursay, while we thank you for your service and helping us get rid of Dan Snyder, to say that the only reason why you were arrested is because people, specifically the police, are prejudiced against you for being a rich, white billionaire. Come on. No, no, what do you say about that? I say it's dumb. Well, that's why he's a perfect choice for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Congratulations. You're Chris's Dumb Dumb of the Day. Happy Thanksgiving, pal. I hope you feel better. I'm a little worried about you. I had to to do the heavy lifting in the 3 o'clock hour. As uh, EB would say, we had to drag your ass across the finish line. You don't look good, man. Go home and get some sleep, get some rest. I'm going to try. Okay. Do that, and then eat some instant mac and cheese tomorrow afternoon uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. Coming up next, Craig Hoffman. I'm out the rest of the week. Uh, Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to all of you who listen, call, drive me crazy, tweet at me, what have you. I appreciate all of you, even though uh, sometimes we have to, you know, give a little jab back at you uh, here and there. I appreciate all of you being a part of the 980 family, the Odyssey DC family, and of this show. Uh, Thanks to Nell. Thanks to uh, Matty Ice. Thanks to you. And we will see you back on Monday right after a busy football weekend with some real football. We don't have to watch the Commanders on Sunday. Yay! Adios. Love to eat turkey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.